podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting rest of us? You just eat chocolate and not eat chocolate ice cream. Welcome to the Movie, movie, podcast, everybody. Episode number 32. I'm your host, Tiggs. And with me, a bunch of people heated about ice cream. Alex. I like mint chocolate chips, so sue me. Russ. Don't sue Fuck me. you, die. <laughs> and Peter. I'ma let the public decide. Yeah, 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 yeah. Write us in at a movie podcast gmail.com. Tell us what your views are on uh, these ice cream flavors. Well, uh, if you agree with me, you're awesome. We actually got a lot of responses to this. I would I, be ecstatic. I'm i I'm yeah. hoping that we do. That's why I'm throwing the email address out in the beginning. Perfect. Whoa, clean up at the beginning. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Um, so this week, uh, yeah, we've got a couple movies we're going to talk about, a little bit of news in between, and we're going to start off with Bullet to the Head. So can we get the rust down? Uh, Bullet to the Head, directed by Walter Hill. After watching their respective partners die, a New Orleans hitman and a Washington, D.C. detective form an alliance in order to bring down their common enemy. Wait, but Quan didn't watch his partner die. Yeah, did he watch no. his partner Yeah, die? I know. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that happening. That's what I was really confused about at the beginning of the movie, because the trailers really make it seem like both their partners got shot, and they're like, oh, I guess we have to work together. But yeah. it's kind of not that at all. No. It's like his old partner. Yeah, from... that's what it was. Okay. It's like old coat-out partner. Yeah. Yeah. Who's not like a good guy, like... But he wasn't even a cop anymore, right? That guy? No, he wasn't. No, no he, he wasn't. And he, in fact, did not see him die, and Sylvester Stallone killed him. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> so. Cat tattoos. Also Cat tattoos. Big... <laughs> no, uh, so this is based on a graphic novel, which I did not know. I didn't know that either. must be terrible. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a French graphic novel, so. Du plomb dans le tête. It's probably, like, strangely highbrow for a movie called Bullet to the Head with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Do you, now, Here, is... Does that actually does that French graphic novel take place in New Orleans as well, or I don't know, but it's I, I, I believe it's written and drawn by Herge. Oh, really? <laughs> no, that was a joke. No, yeah, friend. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why they took out the little the little white dog who follows Sylvester Stallone out of the book. <laughs> <laughs> that would um, be amazing. I, just, I know that Tintin is Belgian and that's not French, but still, everyone should shut the fuck up. Right. Mint chocolate chip is pretty good. All right, can we get off with a mint chocolate chip? For all right. Uh, uh, no. So I think one of the funnier things about this is uh, Sylvester Stallone um, plays a character named Jimmy Bobo, and like <laughs> off the top, like him just having a character which could be a monkey that may or may not like end up hanging out with Clint Eastwood at some point or something like that um, gets kind of distracting every time they say Bobo. Well, it's great because um, we don't, like, we spend, I would say, a good 15 minutes with Sylvester Stallone before when um, uh, Quan is at the uh, police station and finds out his name's Bobo, and then everyone starts calling him Bobo yeah. at that point. Um. But it's got this. This movie had kind of um, a more, like I, I don't, like a more star-studded uh, supporting cast than I thought. Uh, Christian Slater. I had no idea he was. was you're gonna start with Christian. Really you're gonna say star. Yeah, I don't think you know what star. What are you? This is the mint and, chocolate chip argument all over again. What's yeah. that? <laughs> Christian. Um, <laughs> the guy made pump up the volume and <laughs> 
I think you just mean it started. <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, it's true. I mean, Jason Momoa. Yep. He's a stud. I like that um, it's clearly Christian Slater's voice in the trailer, but they never show him in the trailer. Yeah. It's just it's for the reveal. <laughs> when you're in the theater and you're just like, holy shit, that's where he's been. I'm like, the guy does more voiceover ads than anybody else. It's pretty common. You know his voice when you hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to say, this movie—I was kind of let down with the um, action. The, the action, yeah. There wasn't much of it. Yeah, I think. Um, I granted, like, I, I there was some of it I liked. I was disappointed overall, but I was really excited for some reason because I believe Christian Slater lived in the real world house from Real World's New Orleans. Huh. He did. Uh, I turned to Russ and said it, and he he agreed with me. I don't know if anyone other you either of you guys uh, caught that. Or I thought you were about shit. to call that out to our audience. I'm like, no one else saw this movie. <laughs> yeah, it didn't do terribly, did it? No, no it, it did, did terribly. It was worse than Last Stand. Yeah. Oh wow. It, so it, that's something to talk about. What, like, where do we think the state of uh, you know action films are right now? They have to be ensembles. They ha- yeah, so they have to be ensembles. They have to be uh, based on a real comic book, and they have to be Pop- with younger did, did, action stars. Yep. As young as it sucks. Not, so I would probably say brighter. Like a little yeah. brighter colored, yeah. And they probably have to be PG thirteen. These oh, last well, have been R. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, because yeah, there were just boobs in it for no reason. We yeah. really don't. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, we that really only like our our movies to be like gross out comedies and and like really that's it these days. Like even like the horror's been tamed to being PG thirteen because it's ghosts and shit. Yeah. The R rating is like a weird entity these days. It just doesn't bring I in mean, as much money. Uh, a Good Day to Die Hard is R. Which I'm excited which, about. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think actual older people will go and see that movie more than they'll see the Stallone one. Especially yep. the people who were able to get into the PG-13 uh, of the last Die Hard who are now old yep. enough to get into an R. Oh, that's actually a really good point. That yeah. they, can, they can maybe have a, a new audience that's into it. Yeah, and and also like there's a difference like when you when you compare like Arnold and Sylvester and Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis never went away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you Sylvester think that Stallone guys... and Schwarzenegger they kind of became a governor? I was gonna say fell off, but became a governor, and the other one fell off. And the only movies he's had that have done anything are the ones where he puts all of those people in a movie. Well, That's yeah. Do you, do you think that these people need to be regulated back to like direct to DVD or like Netflix? No, not, no. Like, I, I don't think I, either of them were ever really directed DVD. No, no, not these guys, but like a, a so long, um, he, he I see you. Direct TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was bad. I saw that. Um, but I think still, I think... See, they spelled it in this weird area now where it's like, you're not really that bankable because you're kind of old, and you made a movie that worked in Expendables and even Expendables 2. So why, like, you, you're, you don't work alone anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like you need to be with other people who can help carry the movie, or it needs to be an iconic role that you're stepping back into. Yeah, um, like, a, I, like I, Rambo I'd imagine or Rocky. A Rambo also, would probably make fifty million, or Terminator, which will make probably a hundred fifty to two hundred million. These guys, if they're gonna keep doing action movies, they need to get back to what they've done already. Uh, because I think a solo movie just won't work for these guys. Absolutely. Yeah. 
No, and, I, I agree. But I think at the same time, I think that the quality of these movies, especially in the marketing, just didn't come through. I mean, for Last Stand, I think that it was sell, sold short. I think for this one, it just never really looked that great. What's weird is I don't think I saw a single ad for Bolt to the Head, but I saw trailers for maybe 10 months. Yeah, well, yeah. the weird thing is there was trailers during the summer. And then they took a break. And then they took, yeah, like a two-month break. And then there was trailers for like the two weeks leading up to it. I'm thinking this probably was supposed to come out the end of this year, and then they pushed it back for some reason. Yeah, I, I mean, know. it has a 2012 date on it uh, for the most part. I think it was supposed to come out last year, but it just yeah, this did. probably would have been a good September dump. Yeah, I think uh, the. I mean, I guess the part that bums me out. I mean, I mean this. I mean, comparing this to the Last Stand, is that when you do think of like the last stand was Arnold's comeback and he really kind of didn't earn his own solo movie, but Stallone has kind of been trying to, to earn his own, like just earn his way back into the action genre. And I think yeah. he, he anything, I think he built up enough good graces uh, with all the movies that he had put out to, to really try it. And I just don't think it knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Oh, I, oh no. that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah. I mean the whole, the movie just on the whole is just kind of mediocre. And uh, a lot of things are just really weird and, and laughably bad. Like when they're just showing old Stallone mugshots. That was funny. Oh, yeah. that was, that ter- I like that. Uh, were those actual mugshots or were those just uh, mugshots uh, or photoshops? I would assume at least one of them was a real. I'm ass- I, yeah, I'm assuming one of them yeah. was real. But I, I want to say that some of them were just bad photoshop jobs. Yeah. What did you guys think of Sung Kang as... Not Han from Fast and Furious. I wish he had more to do in the movie. Uh, oh, yeah. Other than be, yeah. be on his phone? Yeah, other than be on his phone and then, like, at the end, you know, start kicking some ass. Like, I get it. He's supposed to be a cop the whole time, but it, it would have been nice to see him do something. Well, that, oh, that's one thing I want to talk about. Like, this is the movie that, like, the line between cop and criminal wasn't really blurred. Like, the guy who was a cop yeah. was, like, a, a good person who wouldn't do non-cop things. Yeah. Yeah. And even and, and they still don't really kind of have the best terms throughout the movie because he's like, I'm still going to bust you. Yeah, it was a real Fast Five ending. <laughs> yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's, uh, let's rate it. Yeah, let's rate it. Uh, Russ, what do you think? Um, I'm going to give it a double. I'm going to give it three double bourbons. Mm-hmm. Bullet bourbons. That's a very common bourbon. Yeah, that you just <laughs> took so the fact that he has to bring that to a bar is absurd. I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, I'm gonna give it. I gave it three just because what worked for me. What worked for me kind of outweighed what didn't. I knew this movie was gonna be stupid because it's a movie starring Sylvester Stallone, and it's two thousand. It's two thousand thirteen. <laughs> so do the math, and it's gonna be a bad movie. But. Um, I'm just happy to see that Walter Hill can still direct films. Uh, I really like Jason Momoa, and I wish he would get something that could sort of highlight the type of like action hero or villain he could be, because right now he's attached himself to projects that are going to push him dangerously close to direct to DVD land. Yeah. And... Um, I think there's a place for him in Hollywood uh, these days. But it was nice to see a lot of washed-up people in a film. Um, <laughs> Mr. Echo was uh, Mr. all... Mr. Echo, John Cena, um, <laughs> Brian Van Holt, who was Cowboy Ron. Um, 
it's it's a dumbass movie. Um, I felt weird seeing Sylvester's Jimmy Bobo's daughter's boobs, um, but whatever. The movie's I liked it. It's completely forgettable. Don't watch it with anybody who doesn't already like shitty movies. Yeah. Uh, Pete, what do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Russ. I'm gonna give it. Uh... Oh fuck! What was I thinking? Um. Oh fuck! Uh-oh. I'm totally gone. I'm giving it three. Oh, crippled bosses. Nice. Yeah. Because I get that it was showing that. Um, it was very strange because what's his face? Um, Mr. Echo from Lost was the big bad, but he was he's supposed to be like this kind of scary dude who was like a war criminal in Africa. Yeah. He had like a weird. English accent, yeah, and was pretty much on crutches, but still every scene he had to walk off, like <laughs> he had to walk three feet before talking. <laughs> it's like I thought to say, but let me just like hobble. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a misdirection sort of thing, yeah, like where nah, bitch, I got legs at work, yeah, but that never yeah. happened. I was going to Kaiser Sose at the end, yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, and, I, and I'm glad Russ brought it up, but I, I really like Jason uh, Moa or have ever say his name. Like, granted, like it's hard to like understand how he is as an actor just from Game of Thrones because he doesn't speak English the entire time. Um, and I didn't I actually didn't finish the Conan movie because I thought the first 15 minutes were a hundred times better than the next 20. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I liked him as a kid way better, um, so I kind of checked out from that. Uh, so, but um, I would like to see him do more. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't see any point in really watching this film unless, you know, I'm sure Alex will go into it unless you're really bored. But uh, I definitely think Jason Moa needs some uh, more work. Uh, so let's hear what Alex has to say about it. Yeah, I'm giving this uh, two and a half um, cat tattoos. Nice. Um, I think that this is, for the most part, like, it, it is a a half good movie. Oh, hey, Kitty. Uh... <laughs> It is pretty much like, like when it's doing action, when it's actually getting into that stuff, it's, it's, it can be fun. You know, I don't hold up cats when you, <laughs> you, you Peter. You shouldn't have said cat tattoo. <laughs> oh, God. Keep going, Alex. I, you know what? I am going to keep going. I, because I'm not delaying trying to get back my thoughts. Um, oh, man. So, I thought that it was... Yeah, again, it could be fun. This is not the kind of movie that, like, is going to win anyone over for liking, like, dumb 80s-style action movies. Like, I would not, like, bring your girlfriend to this movie because... You're not retarded? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um... But I think, uh, you know, again, it's 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 one to watch on Netflix. Um, it's not, like, offensively bad. And when it is kind of bad, it's endearingly so a lot of times. Um, and you can usually just laugh at it. Nice. So, yeah, that's about it. Um, the plot's just dumb. <laughs> but but uh, but when they, when they actually get down to it, it, it does get fun. Nice. Uh, Tiggs, what... <laughs> Um, I am going to give this three Italian tacos, uh, which was like my favorite joke in the whole film. Uh, 
it's it wasn't a good movie, but it was fun to watch. Uh, like if you like, we've been saying it's it's a stupid movie. Uh, it's got a lot of flaws to it, but if you if you like stupid movies, this will probably be one that you also like. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think this. I think I did enjoy Last Stand a lot more than this, though. So I agree. If I had to choose one, like if you had to see one, you know, uh, one of these to see in the theater, I would pick Last Stand over this. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna take it to some news now. Hey guys, the Super Bowl was this weekend. Did you guys, did you guys watch? Oh, it? Yeah, I watched it. I'm familiar with the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So there were a couple of trailers that we're gonna we're gonna talk about. So let's just get you know. Let's, should we just start with the bomb? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about Fast Six. So Furious we're six. only going to talk about that then. Okay, great. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much. That's why I didn't know if we should really start with it. A car gets driven through a flaming plane. Yep. <laughs> uh, tanks <laughs> are just rolling down the highway. I've never known how badly I wanted to see a car drive through a plane <laughs> until I saw that sixty-second spot. The problem, the biggest problem for me was is that the trailer came on so early during the game that I didn't want to watch anything else the rest of the night except the trailer over yep. and over again. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was done with the game at that point. Yeah. I didn't have a dog in the fight. I didn't care really who won the game all that much. So I just wanted to keep rewinding it. But I was with people who, you know, wanted to watch the game. And then I was like, when the blackout happened, I was just like, Play the fucking Fast Six trailer again and again and again. Why are we watching people talk about a blackout? That was that was my that was my exact concern. <laughs> I, I just, yeah. I'm assuming I'm assu- I I'm assuming at this point we've all seen the three minute trailer. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> so I'm not even being hyperbolic. So no, d- I mean in in even the thirty second trailer when clearly the Rock is clotheslining someone that Vin Diesel has on his shoulders. Yeah. That's the coolest. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. So what do you guys think about uh, the whole that they're actually revealing Michelle Rodriguez to be back with a line from the credit scene of Fast um, Five? I'm fine with that. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Well, uh, it is. And you also know Eva Mendez won't be anywhere near this film. Yeah. But it's clearly her. Yes. Um, I don't Are know. It's a little bit weird. I, I mean, what, it was the line, uh, do you believe in ghosts? Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, so I'm fine with that. Which is, I, think you have to, I think you have to remind people who haven't seen any of the others that this is uh, that you know they thought she was dead. But if you haven't seen any of the others, the line "Do you believe in ghosts?" isn't really going to make sense. Well, it hints at it. <laughs> it's, it's not. But I I watched this trailer in my office with uh, uh, with women who could care less <laughs> about this, and they were like, "Oh, that you know," because most people have seen the first movie and then just checked out yeah. and had no idea these were still happening. Right. Uh, or that they were happening with the quality that they've turned out in the last... Uh, exactly. Yeah. But I will say, like, they... As they saw like that, do you believe in ghosts? They're like, wait, she died? Wait, she's back? What oh. have I missed? Okay. So I think it ha- it might have that effect on some people. I just uh, like the fact that we have gotten to the point where... Every time Michelle Rodriguez was in a movie, she'd be killed off. Now yeah. she's getting resurrected and everything. First Resident Evil mm-hmm. and in Fast Six. So I mean, it's just we've come full circle as a people. We have. It, uh, I th- this sixty-second spot was brilliant 
And the trailer was also brilliant, and I could gush for forever, but I do have one concern. Okay, let's hear it. Where's Paul Walker? Is he being marginalized in this franchise or something? Well, you don't see a lot of him in the trailer. You don't see a lot of him in the commercial. What's going on here? I think uh, I think busy becoming. I, I still think he's as nice. um, marketable in in terms of profit than Vin Diesel or The Rock are. That is a fact, but he's a necessary component to the structure of. Yeah, this but film. I mean, was yeah, but he's kind of boring. Like, as, no, like, he's, he's not. not. <laughs> <laughs> You're, the, for the for Russ, like we've always said, like for the dude who likes this stuff more than all the rest of us, you like the white bread <laughs> part of the Fast and Furious meal. I love Paul Walker. There you go. There. It's like it's like Fast and Furious is this like really expensive package, and you want to play with the packing peanuts. Oh wow! Oh <laughs> so yeah. my. Okay, so let's let's move on. I guess at that point. <laughs> yeah. We're not we're not finished here, Toretto. <laughs> <laughs> um. I wasn't hiding. <laughs> okay, so what were, what were some of the other uh, com- uh, trailers that were playing during the Super Bowl? Yeah, World War Z. World War Z. Oh. Don't care. Uh, Iron Man 3. Uh, the new Iron World Man 3 was awesome. So, hold yeah, on. Be- before catching we, people out of a plane. Before we move on from uh, World War Z, uh, I, was, I was watching it uh, at my parents' house with a bunch of people who had no idea what World War Z was. And then the trailer came on, and they... Was it not super clear by the, in the trailer that there are zombies... It's not clear uh, at all, actually. Yeah, because that's pretty they much what my what everyone was complaining about. They're like, "What the hell's going on?" Why? I had that. I had that sort of same experience. Um, I was I was watching it with half people who knew and half people who didn't. But they were like, "Wait, how's that? What is what is that?" And people were like, "I think it's like zombies." And people were just like, "No, it's not. Yeah. I don't like it." Um, Russ, can you tell the story real quick of when that trailer played during before Warm Bodies? Oh, wait, cat, what? The kids behind you? Uh, you should just tell it. Uh, <laughs> you tell uh, it. Well, Russ said the people, the kids behind him before uh, Warm Bodies when World War Z came on was like, wait, Z, what, is that, what's that the Roman numeral for? Oh, yeah, those are fucking <laughs> What? <laughs> like, what's that the Roman numeral for? And then another kid's like, I think it's 100. <laughs> Oh my God! World War Hundred. That's right. World War Hundred. No, no so, whatever. <laughs> it's, if, it's not. If it's not clear from, well, those kids are all from Florence. And we're see, we're we're waiting in the theater for another zombie movie. <laughs> right. And they're like Z Z. Hmm. Oh must be a Roman numeral for one hundred. <laughs> that's that's yeah. rough. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's it's not clear at all. It's not clear. Uh, I don't think that trailer sells anything. <laughs> nope. oh. yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. It sells nothing, but it also sells the fact that it's like a Brad Pitt disaster That's movie, true. Yeah. which might be enough for some people. Well, that was the thing. Um, uh, 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 our friend Diana was watching the Super Bowl with me, and she was like, ooh, I love disaster movies. And yep. I was just like, I don't want to have a conversation about this, so I just <laughs> shut up and, and like kind of giggled about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's interesting. Wow. Right. Okay, so what were what were the other trailers? You uh, had uh, three. Iron Man three. That was three. that was an excellent spot. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited for that movie. Um, didn't didn't really give anything away, but it was just like a really cool scene that I think will be awesome to watch. Uh, is this getting the IMAX treatment, or do we know that yet? I don't. I don't think I've said anything. Did you guys uh, go online and see the extended spot? No, no. I didn't. 
oh, it's fantastic because it's like it's like 45 seconds longer it's supposed to be, yeah. and 30 of those seconds are just Robert Downey Jr. walking up to the camera, taking off his sunglasses and staring at you for 30 seconds. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. It's like, what? It's supposed to be – he's like, I'm sorry. This is supposed to be the extended trailer, and it's just him staring. Wow. That's kind of funny. Funny. Uh, but yeah, I think I think that whole scene of him trying to save all the people that fall out of Air Force One looked fucking awesome. Yep. Uh, then you also had um, Star, Trek Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't actually paying attention, and I'm glad because I've yet to see any trailers, and I don't want to see trailers for that movie. I just, I just want to see it. I wasn't paying attention either. Well, I was paying attention, but people wouldn't shut the fuck up, <laughs> and so I missed like the first ten seconds of it, and I was just like, ah. But it looked cool. Alex, yes, did you I, see it? I, I, I did. I, I didn't see it. Did not pay attention. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I totally missed that one. I think yeah, we might awesome. have been on the puppy bowl on that one. Oh. I mean, I'm really interested to see Benedict Cumberbatch play like full on villain. I think he's gonna kill in that role. Absolutely. Yeah. I. I again. I think it's. It's frustrating that that they're kept under so much secrecy when it's just a new thing. I wish they were just like, hey, we're doing our own thing for it. Um, but I'm. I think that. So far, everything they showed us looked awesome. I did not see the ten minute thing. No one else did, or did right? No, no. but oh. just, like you're you're one hundred percent right. Just say, hey, we're telling a whole new story, new characters, blah blah blah. Yeah, and I think then that's... you then you can calm down the fucking rumor train and the fanboy train. Like yeah. people are going off of, in speculation, so you can only you can only kind of fail uh, after you've let the fanboys sort of run with the story long enough. So just say, no, we're telling like an original story, new, new characters. Yeah. Yeah. Or just say that and lie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's my thing. When I heard it was going to be kind of original and new, I was like, well, fuck it. I don't need to see trailers then. I like, <laughs> I like the cast. I like, I like how everyone kind of, um, you know, got into those established roles and everything. And I, and I like the look of it. And I'm, so I'm interested to see where they go next. And if it's going to be new, it's going to be new. I don't need to see a trailer for it. Just yeah. when it op- I already bought a ticket. I haven't seen a single trailer, and I already bought a ticket to it. Same here. Yeah. Do you think that this movie is going to um, give him a lot of cred back with like the Comic Con community for oh, JJ? Uh, yeah, for JJ for Star Wars. Yeah, I think we're we're all just kind of like. All a bunch of little bitches, and well, the movie not, be- it, there's nothing. I don't have a problem with him directing it because of like what he's done. I, it's it's we, almost like I don't know. I don't want to get into that conversation. We don't need to get back into that again. We but, love uh, to complain, but we're all gonna go see it. I know, exactly. Day one, yeah, like, and, so uh, we'll make our judgments afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um. So besides that, did you guys want to touch on the Star Wars, the two Star Wars movies at all? Oh, no, we were just gonna talk real quick about uh Chris Pratt, right? Oh uh, yeah, right. I don't um, care about those Star Wars movies. Yeah, the Han Solo yeah. and Boba Fett. Eh, just well, Boba it. Fett. Yeah, yeah. But... I'd love to see a Boba Fett movie. I just... Well, I don't want to see new Boba Fett with its stupid fucking backstory they added to him. And also, I don't. But I don't want to see Han Solo like go into a bar and meet Chewie. And, no, like, but I want to see. Like... I want to see Han Solo crying in a bar after he just saw Chewie get killed. That's a good point. After Chewie yeah. gets hit by a planet? Yeah, after a planet falls on Chewie. Oh, that was awesome. Those were some good books. Anyway, so what were you going to talk about? Pete? Guardians um, of the Galaxy and oh, okay. Marvel's quest to just keep crushing casting. Yeah, uh, Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec, Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec. He was also had a role in uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Sound Bin Laden. Uh, he was in... Yeah, he was he played... Uh, um, 
fuck, who was he in Moneyball? Ryan Sandberg? No. No. Who was he? I can't remember. Well, he was in Moneyball. Yeah. He was the Moneyball. He was uh, the he's Moneyball. He's going to be Star-Lord. Star-Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy, which I think is really great. He's an like, extremely charming dude, a great actor. Yeah. Um, and we saw in Zero Dark Thirty, he can really like bulk himself up. Really yeah. yep. like, and like, be serious when need be. Yeah. I, I just... Marvel is really smart because, for the most part, they take complete gambles on people who have not yet been in that position yet to be a big-name star. And before they even know what they're going to do, because they know what they're doing, they sign them up to a six-picture deal, and they can keep making these gigantic movies without losing money on paying $30 million for Johnny Depp's and things like that. It's just like a brilliant business model. Yeah, and I think that you have someone, especially right now, who has so much like favor that people just really like Chris Pratt so yep. far and everything they've seen him in. You know, you've kind of already got an audience of people that are going to come in. Yeah, and You're, he doesn't have any I, other franchises. I think right that like now, the, so like gals that watch uh, every girl know, likes him. Like Parks and Rec are not going to be you know mad about getting dragged to Guardians as mad about getting dragged to Guardians of the Galaxy now. Yep. And I think yeah. that like some of the people that they were floating around uh, for that like didn't didn't seem bankable in terms of action. And I'm sure that a good amount of this movie is going to be, you know, CG and all that, but yep. Uh, also I think uh, you know, Chris Pratt's got a I feel like his personality kind of meshes with Star-Lord, right? Pete? Yeah, I mean, well Star-Lord's like a half human, half alien, uh and he's basically, you know, he's kind of almost space copy. And I think I really think he could go whatever way they want with it. Um, I I think he can do some comedy in it, but I mean, most of the comedy is going to come from uh, Rocket Raccoon. I, I do awesome. I do get the sense though that like where Marvel is going to some degree now that they know that they can kind of do anything is I think they're going to be there will be a little bit more humor in Guardians of the Galaxy than you know any than like. <laughs> Anything else they've done, and Ant Man, I think, will be uh, a little bit more on the comedic end, especially with Edgar Wright directing it. So I, I kind of yeah. like that. And well, same things with James Gunn directing this one. Ex- exactly. Yeah. What I, I really think, want to I happen there's movie. there's a little bit of an internet push going on right now that people want uh, a Death Star, John Benjamin, to be cast as Rock, the voice of Rocket Raccoon. Oh, that'd be awesome. That's better. What's so much better than uh, Adam Sandler or, or Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey. I'll, I'll live with thing. Jim Carrey because he'll at least create a voice. But, but like, Adam, you know, Sandler, what, Adam Sandler go like, oh, whoopa dee dee. I'm a rocket raccoon. It'll be Seth MacFarlane. I, I, I don't, think. Uh, don't even say that. I think the, it's the worst tendencies of of sort of Disney at play when when you when you say. Uh, Adam Sandler or Jim Carrey because they're probably like, all right, this is the biggest gamble Marvel movie that there is, um, and a big and gamble in terms of director. Let's put somebody that we can get on that fucking poster on that marquee so that people know, oh wow, that guy's in this movie. Yeah, but I think we're at the I point. I really hope they don't do that. Yeah, but they're at the point that the, just the Marvel logo is enough. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. and I think the, the the interesting thing to see over like the next couple of phases is going to be like if Marvel can keep up the feeling of it being like an like everything every movie being an event movie yeah which is like the thing that they have been able to do like like it is kind of like the equivalent of like you know watching you know your favorite serialized TV show 
like going to these movies because right. each time like adds the mythology like builds up and it makes something new and then we got like Avengers which fucking blew it out of the water. Um, I don't know. If you, it's going to be crazy to see if like as the universe gets bigger if they can hold that up. Well, I think as long as they sort of stick. I think by having a phase one, a phase two, and a phase three, they're able to start sketching. Like you can already see, there's there's rumblings of what's going to happen in the, in phase three. We haven't even seen phase two yet. Um, and I think as long as they keep to a structure like that, we'll we'll do, you know, three or four movies and then an Avengers, and those movies will sort of stand, will can stand off on their own, or make that Avengers two experience that much more cohesive for you. Because I can tell you, like. Having made my girlfriend watch every Marvel movie thus far, uh, and and her having loved Avengers, I can tell you she'll probably won't sit through all of these movies again. Yeah. Uh, but when the Thor when Thor comes out, that's one that she'll go see, and I'll just have to tell her what happened in Captain America because <laughs> um, <laughs> she did not care for it. Um, but I think like it, it's kind of an interesting structure that they've set up. Yeah. That, like yeah. you could watch them all and love it even more. You could just watch the ones you like. And then just check in for the Avenger movie. Yeah. 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 Okay. We'll uh, just see Avenger. Right. We'll move on to warm bodies. Yeah. So okay. let's get a rust down. Don't take sure. my, don't take that from me, Pete. Uh, you mean everything you have? <laughs> yes. Every, the only thing I have. <laughs> okay. Warm bodies directed by Jonathan Levine. After R. A highly unusual zombie saves Julie from an attack. The two form a relationship that sets in motion a sequence of events that might transform the entire lifeless world. All right. Uh, I I did not see this movie. I did. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone else did. This movie... Can you guys tell me on it? it, The movie tries to make itself seem in trailers as like an offbeat uh, romantic... Well, offbeat romantic comedy... That will appeal to a wider audience, right? But it turns out to be a very niche market, really stupid film. It is okay. for hipster tweens, yes. Yep. As okay. as kind of pointed out, as we're leaving, and it is it's a retelling of Romeo and Juliet. First of all, yep. it's it's R and Julie. Oh wow! Right. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it's and it's like subtly Romeo and Juliet until it beats you over the head with it at one point. Better or worse than that Boslerman one? I uh, uh, I like that movie. Okay. I haven't seen it. It's got that. It's a great Radiohead song in that movie. Uh, <laughs> but so but, uh, is it just disappointing overall. Like it just dumb. It, or? It, it, it's well, it's it's a dumb movie. Sure. It's just also like. Like Alex and like Peter, it's just not at all like for us. Like they marketed this movie completely wrong. Like the people who marketed this, they tried to sell it as something that everyone could see. So we, like a bunch of idiots, showed up, and it could not have been less for us. Well, I mean, in the buzz was actually overwhelmingly positive for this. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't know why. I mean, it just there's. It it sets up there's like the Twilight love story of like why do you like this dude you have no reason to and you're forgiving him for something that's unforgivable that should yeah, be unforgivable. He, he he eats Dave Franco uh, who plays uh what her boyfriend Julie's boyfriend which I like I like him I love Dave Franco <laughs> wow emphatic uh, no Look, but you know what the thing I've got about- strong opinions. 
the thing about this movie is like it is so like it is kind of earnest, which in a way I have to give it credit for. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't same, like try to be like snarky and like. I mean, I there know. is the scene where the fucking zombie only listens to vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Okay. If that makes you hate this movie already, you don't need to see it. Just knowing that that happens. He likes vinyl only because it's more alive. Wow, holy shit. It sounds more alive. Okay, um, so can, can you guys tell me what zombie world this takes place in? Like, has the, zo- the zombie apocalypse, is this like right after it, the zombie apocalypse? It's happened and it's been that way for been years. Eight years. eight years. Eight years. And like, and people are cool with like this zombie hanging out in the real world? Like, No, not- no. See, they're, no. they live in like a walled off city and they've just been used to this lifestyle and, and she was out scavenging with a group. I still don't know why okay. she was out there or why they only sent children <laughs> and a few other reasons. It was confusing. Okay. Um, like, why wasn't this guy shot immediately is what I just don't well, know. Well, uh, basically, everybody, like, the group which she went out scavenging, everybody in the scavenge group pretty much got killed. Okay. Yeah. With the exception of the main girl, Julie, and her friend who was hiding. Okay. And... Uh, R, the main zombie, he fell in love with her immediately or something. Because he, God, now we're just selling crazy people. Because, oh, yeah, because when he, he, he eats, goes, no, but, no, he fell in love with her before. Okay, okay. He liked her. He was drawn to her before, but then he ate um, Dave Franco's brains. Okay. And fell that's in, like, yeah. got and like absorbed his memories and his all that stuff. Yeah, that's how it and works. And that that like intensified his feel. Look, do I have to? <laughs> no, no. I'm just okay. Now that I know all this, I'm happy I did not go. <laughs> yeah, you made the right call. You see, it's like those moments that it's like it is like a tween movie where yeah. you know, like. That's just what it is. I mean, you 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 can judge it based on whether whether or not that's something for you. But I, like, um, is this done and like, is this to the extreme that it could like it has a potential cult following coming along? No. Okay. Oh, absolutely not. Because it sounds no. dumb enough where I could believe it. Because no, because like, I think it's earn. I think the earnestness is what kills it. Like okay. Jonathan Levine directs this movie like it like it's fucking fifty fifty. So it's not campy. No. no. Like, okay. Fucking love saves zombies. Oh. Like that's what it comes down to, and that's in the trailer. Like they gave that away, yeah. which I guess, which I like, think was stupid. But I think they needed to get people in the theater and like knowing it's not going to be super scary or. Yeah, it's not at all. Like there's, there's not, not gore. Like there's no gore. Scary. Every but every bite is like off camera for the most part. What or was just, the story? Did? It was PG thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, but you don't see anybody really get eaten. They, they there's like a final them. battle, I guess. That's their own. Oh, and there's also these things called bonies. <laughs> oh yeah, which, uh, bonies are zombies that gave up on life. They're what? the I'm they're I'm legend zombies. Those are like the emo zombies, or like when yeah, you're a well, zombie. When, the dude, when one zombie we see a zombie turn into a bony, kind of he is like the most emo looking thing. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> it sounds. It's like, like it. when you just quit. When you stop caring, you become a bony, and you want to eat anything that has a heartbeat. Start and, and, you to... love, and you love My Little Pony, which is oh no, it's bronies. Sorry, no, but you do love the early November. So that oh, yeah. but yeah, no, the, it, it's just like 
would you walk it, it's like here's why i feel conflicted because i feel like by seeing that movie it's like i like walked into my little sister's room and made fun of all the shit she had <laughs> like big like ooh, great big man you are like big yeah. fucking deal dude like just I, don't even talk about it just close the door and walk out yeah, I thought Rob Corddry though was actually kind of fun. Oh enough. yeah, because until just they, they give him like some stupid lines, and, like had some like great parts. That's cool. Uh, you guys I do wanna... think. Oh. Okay, yeah, nah, fuck yeah, it. Let's you guys want to rate it? All right, Russ. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Let me. What was your final comment there? No, I'll, I'll give it in the rating. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give it two and a half. Oddly enough, heavy-handed soundtracks. <sighs> um, yeah. This is like a, you could tell from the soundtrack. They're like, "Hey, tween girl, you ever heard of this song? It's cool. Play like, it for your friends. You'll be cool." Um, it's just not a, it's just not for me at all. But I can't say it's bad, okay. and that's like the weird thing. Um, it's just completely not for my audience. And again, it's like walking into your little sister's room and like making fun of all her shit that she really likes. You're an asshole if you do that. Um, <laughs> I do give Nicholas Holt credit for playing, doing like a pretty solid job of having to like play a zombie that doesn't really speak a lot, except for when he does speak because this movie kind of it creates and ignores rules left and right. Yeah. Um, I do think for Summit, though, a company that's made every tween and uh, young adult fiction adaptation in the last few years. I think, like, if if the audience for this is girls, I think, like, at least the main character, Julie, isn't so much of a damsel um, as a lot of other girls have been in a lot of these movies. Um, like, if you compare it to Bella or whatever. So, it, it's... She, she does if, look so much like Kristen Stewart, though. She's just, like, a hotter Kristen Stewart. Um, but I'd say, like, if you are between the ages of 13 and 15 and you feel like you don't like no one understands you this is for you nice if you're anyone else it's not very nice uh alex yeah i, I actually i i am gonna echo two and a half i was i was um and but i'm going to give it uh two and a half not really that bad bad guys um, because John Malkovich is um, Julie's dad, and he's like, she complains about him and all this stuff, and he's supposed to be like really bad and domineering, and he's actually just just kind of cares, yep. and just seems nice. Yeah, I mean, and I was like, <laughs> to add on to what Russ said, if you're a girl whose parents got them the wrong color iPhone, this is the movie. For you. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that like. You know, that part, like, I guess, again, it's like, looking at it, like, there's a lot of holes that where it doesn't make sense. It kind of makes up its own stuff. Um, as a film, as, like, a movie, it's not bad, I guess. And I can see the people that would like this really liking it. Like, I could see this movie, like, man, just meaning a lot to, like, some 15-year-old that just found out about The National. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And the, like, they it, play a national song at the end that just makes you want to groan, and I love that song. Yeah, me too. And like, I guess if like you're like not, like if you if you 
feel like you're too cool for Twilight, but still want to see it in <laughs> that age. Like, you secretly want to see it, but, like, you don't want to admit it to your friends. This is the kind of movie that you go see. Uh, yep. I don't know. It's, again, Rob Corddry's fun. Um, there are, like, decent parts of it, but I never should have seen it. It's not for me, but yep. I understand it. It's like Apple Jacks. Yeah. I don't know when to see this movie. I feel like I shouldn't know. It's it's the alternate I see it see this movie in the alternate dimension where you're a fifteen year old girl. There you go. Yes. Sleepover movie. Yeah. Alexa. Peter yeah. What do you think? Uh I'm gonna give it two polo- Polaroid camera scenes. Oh god, oh, that's awful too. God. I'm sorry. Wow, this movie sounds even more ridiculous when we when you talk about things that happen. What's a Polaroid? Wait, <laughs> I don't get what's what's the Polaroid? They 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 uh, like get hold of, help like they uh, uh, hide in this house and they find a Polaroid camera and she like takes pictures of them and he takes pictures of her and then like he looks at them longingly at one point. Oh God! <laughs> wow, it sounds awkward. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> awful. She wouldn't have been alive when Polaroid was a thing. Oh, yeah. It, it tried to have a comeback. <laughs> Obviously not. Alright, keep going, Pete. Yeah. Um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. I have nothing new to add other than, like, what we said already about it. Amazing. It's, it's, it's aggressively not for everyone. Okay. In, the, in, like, a very surprising sense. As I said, the trailers don't make it seem like that at all. But you know what? The thing is, they like they didn't even like like the first twenty minutes or not even probably like ten or fifteen uh, is like him just kind of going around like the airport or whatever where he lives, and I feel like that section could have been like him being a zombie. Like that part of the movie could have been better done, and I would have liked to seen that, like the from his point of view and things like that. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there were parts of it that could have just been like I don't know better. Better, but I don't know. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> Is that about it? Yeah. Anybody have any last sure. words to say about warm bodies? No. Bullet to the head. Should I just do some house cleaning? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we're taking a week off, right, of movies because nothing comes out this weekend. No stuff comes out. It's just fuck it. Well, I, we were talking about doing a Jaws podcast. <laughs> We could do a Jaws podcast. So we'll, talk, we'll we'll see what happens. You know, if we have any ideas, if if, if we'll toss some ideas around, we might have. How about that? We might have a podcast next week. Let's. I, can can we just do? Can we not ever do a podcast on the movie Promised Land? I finally saw it. Did you really? Movie most inf- I, yeah, most infuriating thing ever. Oh. All right, there you have it. Uh, All right. When would you watch it, Alex? Ah, uh, never. There you go. He's not, guys. Can I spoil it? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He's not really an environmentalist. What? John Krasinski was put there by the by the company. Shut the Are you serious? Up. Really? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Shut up. What? Yeah. In what way? Why? Because he... Um, all right, now I'm going to explain the whole movie. So, please do. Please you know, do. I'm, I need to know this. Okay. So, so, you know, Matt Damon shows up to sell these people's land to drill for natural gas to frack on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, then John Krasinski shows up and is like, oh, my, my, my farm just died. The land just died. And it turns out that the pictures John Krasinski had were from 
Louisiana, not from Nebraska, where he said. So it turns out he was a liar. He was just trying to manipulate people. But uh, when Matt Damon exposes him, he goes, do you think we, we would have le- left anything to chance, even you? And it turns out he was working for the company also. Yeah, but why would he be why? working? Yeah. I, I, to, to, to make, so because he got discredited when it found out that the pictures were fakes. But wouldn't the company know that? Like they sent him at, to the same place? And it was just yeah, like, just but like, it's a fake. he was a fake, he was a fake environmentalist that, so that Matt Damon could expose him as being a fraud that he was trying to, oh. to expose him. He told him the secret that he was actually also working for the company. Yeah. Tiki's okay, outraged. That's retarded. That's Tiki's outraged. And then at the end, guess what guys, Matt Damon grows a conscience and tells everyone not to vote for fracking. I thought you were going to say grows a beard. Yeah. Be I, better. Isn't it the same thing? <laughs> Don't see that movie. Sounds awful. Don't don't see that movie. (laughs) All right. You can find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at moviemoviepc. You can email us your comments, complaints, questions about the show, or your fake movie Fridays. If you got one, just send it in to us. We'll post it up there to moviemoviepodcast at gmail.com. And we are the priest and the beekeeper. We are an improv group that has a show the third Thursday of every month at Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave. We've got one coming up. Uh, this month, uh, Thursday, February 21st, 2013 at 8 p.m., uh, we host a show called Pig Pile with our good friend and stand-up Zach Rizar. It's a comedy show. We are going to have improv from Glitterface. Uh, we don't know who we're going to have stand-up from, but it's going to be a good show. You should all come out. Bring mint chocolate chip ice cream. Do not bring... You better fucking not. Yeah, you might not be let into the show. Wait, don't bring in what? Mint no, you'll be let in. You just won't ever leave. Wait, don't bring what? Mint chocolate chip ice cream. Oh, fuck that bullshit. Yeah, no, full circle. Let's just... Alex, we're, we have to have a talk. <laughs> about Kevin? We have to have a talk about Kevin. We'll see you Did I see that movie? I did. It was I did. I, it was pretty good. I heard good things, but I didn't actually see it. It turns out he's not actually um, a and, school child. No, and no one needs <laughs> to talk. He's not actually an orphan. No, and his no, name's no, Ryan. It's really we <laughs> never need to talk about Ryan. So many twists. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all next week hey. on the Movie Movie Podcast. Deuces.